2: Today on the Zabe cast it's not just World Series Week in Washington, it's Kirk Revenge Week, the first chance for Cousins to remind the Skins how and why they got it so wrong by letting them go. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We talk crazy Sue Cravens, peak pussy, and hot mulligan wives. All that plus F that guy. Your 150 proof shot of me is locked and loaded, so drink up and let's go! ho, 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 Tuesday, October 22nd, 2019. Thank you for downloading. So, it's Kirk Week, and it's going to come at us real quick here. Thursday night football. Redskins at the Minnesota Vikings. In Minnesota, 15.5 points is the spread. Adam Thielen unlikely to play for the Vikings. His number one target unlikely to play, Kirk Cousins. They are still prohibitive favorites. This is going to be interesting. I know Kirk, well, I don't know if Kirk will say anything in advance or afterwards if he wins, sort of like Kyle Shanahan did. Kyle both saying uh, the worst part of working in Washington was, quote, everything else other than working with his dad. And after the game, gave a game ball to his dad, a game ball for daddy after the nine nothing win in the slop. I think Kirk will play it a little bit tighter to the vest. The funny thing is, I have not been shy in saying that I have been a Kirk jerk, uh, converted Kirk jerk, because at first I thought, this guy's no good. Come on. He was drafted in the third round as a flyer, and he's just a game manager. Ah, I don't see it. But then over time, I became more and more like, all right, this guy can really play. So when he went to Minnesota, I said, look, I think he'll be fantastic there. And it's been up and down, to say the least, more down than up, but lately he's on a hot streak. So people have sometimes emailed me and said, I don't know why you're so in the tank for Kirk Cousins. And there's a whole faction of people that love to be Kirk Cousins haters. And I don't quite get that either. Here's why I really love Kirk Cousins. Plain and simple, he beat Bruce Allen and the Redskins. He beat them against all odds. That, to me, is one of the most Enduring and endearing things any Redskin has ever done. Kirk Cousins embarrassed the shit out of Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder and walked out of the building with some 60 million dollars of their money en route to 80 more million dollars from Minnesota. Shit, man, you gotta respect that. Whether you think he's any good as a quarterback or not. It's fantastic. All along the way, he was the Hollaback girl. He was Shanahan's second. He was an insurance plan for Shanahan. And he had to sit there and wait behind RG3 and watch RG3 and the whole disaster that unfolded in front of him and be a pro. And he was. He had to put up with all this other shit that was going on with the Redskins. And it's always something. And he had to be a pro. And he had to hold his nerve. When they put in front of him a pretty sizable chunk of money, but below what his fair market value would be if he were to ever hit the market as a true free agent quarterback and he had the nerve to do it, and even more so, he did it, he basically had his best seasons without safety nets underneath him. He played some of his best statistical seasons with bad teams and a shit organization while he had no guarantee of future money, he was playing the long game. I mean, that's, that's why I love him. He's a pro, and he beat Bruce Allen and the Redskins. And I hope he has a phenomenal game against them on Thursday. I hope he lights their hair on fire. That would be fantastic. We'll see. Maybe the Redskins rise up and they stun the Vikings with an upset on Thursday night football. I wouldn't count on it, but it is the NFL. As they say, stranger things have happened. Hello. Hello, Jay. Coming to us via Bluetooth connection to my Roadcaster Pro, which does feed audio down the line but it may compromise some of our audio clarity. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. How are we doing?
3: It sounds glorious.
2: To you, it does. I'm not well, so sure you sound so good, but we'll find out, and I'll get feedback from people, so yeah. I'm
3: sure someone will pitch up a storm as they always do.
2: Yeah. In the meantime, listen to this awesome jam. All right, now I'm in the mood. Now I'm ready for my man Jay. All right, let's start with the World Series. Prediction thoughts and comments on Saturday night as Jose Altuve turned out the lights in Houston. I
3: never before have we seen a player of his stature dominate. Well, you know, Yogi Bear was five nine. He's five four, David. Five foot fucking four. And he rates and he feels. He's my favorite non order. I can I can say that. I agree without hesitation. I, I love I love to watch him play. That was a great game
2: too, by the way. It it really was. How about the twin double plays, uh, or the two double plays? One in the seventh on the uh, catch in the outfield, uh, by, which was a great catch uh, by Brantley. Brantley, and then the throw to first, which was great. And then the 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 turn the two double, double, play, double play. Correa threw a ninety five mile an hour bullet from second. I- to first,
3: we're well, being a middle infielder. I love that stuff. <laughs> like I have a 90, 95 mile an hour hose, like him. But I just, I just, I just love watching the double play turn.
2: Okay, you know what, Jay? I'm going to call you yeah. right back. You know why? Why? This audio is totally unacceptable to me. Really? Okay. All it right. is. All right. I'll call you right back. Stand by. Uh, okay. Okay. Okay, folks. Uh, we're just going to keep rolling right here. Because it's just shit, man. It just is shit. I hate it. Uh, Apparently, there's a cable I can get that will send audio down the line when I'm hooked up to a hardwire on the phone. But uh, apparently not. Okay, there we go. Headphones, and we should be good.
3: Okay, we're going to try it again. Oh,
2: so much better. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, Jay. So much better. Good to have you. How are we doing? We're doing well. Thank you. Okay. All right. Very good. So, uh, thoughts on the World Series, thoughts on the upcoming Nationals versus Astros, and you as a Baltimorean, can you uh, imagine what it would be like to get the Orioles back in the World Series?
3: I'd love to imagine that. It'll never happen.
2: <laughs> never. But, you can't yeah. say you know, never, what, man. You know
3: what it pisses me off,
2: though? Yeah, what? Oh. That's
3: serious. Cut. All these Orioles fans who are now rooting for the Nationals—that makes me angry beyond
2: <laughs> belief.
3: I fucking hate that.
2: How many do you know?
3: Oh, I one, one of my best friends. Well, I can root for both. No, you can't. Yeah, You, that's... Choose, a, you choose a side, and that's it. I don't care if they're in the National League. Nobody roots for nobody roots for the Ravens and the Redskins. No, you cannot be an Orioles and a Nationals
2: fan. Football's different that way though, because you're I don't know. AFC NFC. See, I think it's like if you have a mistress or a girlfriend or a gumar team.
3: <laughs>
2: sometimes you have to keep that Gumar on the down low. Like you can fuck the Nationals on the side, but you Just better don't be tell anybody. Better, right. Don't let your wife find the text messages. Or the pictures.
3: Well, I'm ready to throw hands on friends (laughs) who are now rooting for the Nationals,
2: because
3: that is just an abomination.
2: All right. Speaking of throwing hands, Sua Cravens got into a fight. Apparently, crazy Sua Cravens. Right, the runaway safety, Sua Crazy, got into a fight with an NBA player. Uh, (laughs) I didn't hear the story. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay some NBA jabron who I've already forgotten his name. And afterwards, Sue Cravens had the following, which I'm gonna put my headphones up to the uh, phone for you to hear, okay? This was Sue Cravens after this fight that he got into with a uh, NBA player whose name is so irrelevant I've already forgotten it.
4: What's good, y'all? I just had to beat a nigga ass that just tried me, you feel me? Scratched my face. But I'll that nigga up, oh, bitch ass nigga. I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my off day riding my bike and shit. You know what I'm saying I try to tell because I'm light-skinned but don't try me <laughs> I don't want to listen though. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'm by myself. I'm downtown. The babby is not with me because I don't roll with the police. You know what I'm saying? By myself. Always. Been that way. Cali I don't need help. That's how my brother got down. That's how I get down. That's how my little brother get down. That's how my pops get down. You heard? No matter who you bring with you, it don't matter to me. <laughs> I'm downtown. What's good?
2: All right, Jay, I assume you heard that because you laughed when he said, I might be light-skinned, but don't try. <laughs> yes. Me.
3: Yeah. There's, there's only one light-skinned person that I fear, and that is Matt Barnes. <laughs> I, I'm serious. If I was going to, if I was getting into, it, was me and seven, me versus seven people. I had one guy. I get Matt. Matt Barnes is the toughest SOP ever. That's the baddest man on the planet.
2: You think you could so, take any light skinned brother under the under the sun, except for Matt Barnes?
3: Except for Matt Barnes. Yes.
2: Okay, this is now a challenge for all my listeners. Oh like,
3: like find your Round them up,
2: listeners. round up the light skin mod squad. <laughs> The murderer's row of, you don't want to fuck with <laughs> is, this guy. me! The, the,
3: the murderer's row of light skin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, By the way, speaking of that record, have you noticed, though, the NBA is becoming very beige. All of our stars <laughs> now are really light skinned. <laughs>
2: No, that's one thing I have not given any time to thinking about. You know, I'm thinking about the Hong Kong situation. I'm thinking about impeachment. I'm thinking about world hunger, uh, child cancer, not thinking about the Beijing of the NBA. Not the Beijing, but the Beijing.
3: I mean, Giannis. uh, uh, Giannis. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Giannis
3: is light skin. He's, I think he's well, he's he's, he's light skinned. Okay. You got the you got the the uh the beige brothers in 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 Oakland, uh Trey Young. It's be it used to be we had Michael, we had Magic, we had Dominique, Dark-skinned Brothers, Killing. Now it's Chilling. all these Beige brothers.
2: <laughs> I would say uh Giannis has a bit of a of a milky touch, but he's still like, if you didn't know he was from Greece by way of, oh, what African country did he, his parents emigrate from?
3: Eh, pick one.
2: Pick <laughs> pick one. Uh, you'd say he's all American, brother. Nigeria, bro. Son of immigrants from Nigeria, not black enough for you. Come on, man.
3: Very light-skinned.
2: So anyway, back to Sua Cravens after I heard yes. that.
3: I love Sua. By the way, one of my top five favorite Trojans of all time.
2: After I saw that, I thought to myself, by the way, this happened in August, and he's no longer in the NFL, so I don't know what he's talking about, enjoying my off day riding my bike. Yeah, you got nothing but off days now, brother. <laughs> off day from doing nothing. Right, exactly. Although he might have gotten cut. This fight happened in August uh, August 9th, I believe. It just shook out. Uh, Malik Brown is the name of the guy he fought.
3: I'll let you, I have
2: no, no idea, idea who that, that is. Idea. Right. I'm sorry, Malik Beasley. Malik Be- Beasley, excuse Even me. Even more. Even more so. I have no idea who it is. He was fighting Malik Beasley uh, in a luxury apartment lobby over a, Girl. wait for it, Girl. Instagram model. Anyway. Well, <laughs> so, so anyway, as I... As I uh, as I listen to this wonderful explanation of what happened from
4: Sua, one more time here. What's good, y'all? I just had to beat a nigga ass that just tried me. You feel me? Scratched my face. But I'll f*** that nigga up. Oh, bitch ass. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my off day riding my bike and shit. You know no, I'm saying? I try to tell niggas I'm light-skinned, but don't try me niggas. I don't want to listen, though. <laughs> Vacay. I'm out. All right.
2: After I listened to that, I thought my first thought was, man, he must have been hard to coach. (laughs) You know, how do you, how do you get a young man that is clearly still quite immature, clearly addicted to social media and all the trappings of being a pro athlete and get him to focus on his craft and get him to buy into a team concept and hell, get him to show up to work on time. No wonder why he didn't last.
3: Antonio Brown.
2: Antonio Brown, though, is a psychotic worker on his body, on his game, but is consumed by social media. Agreed. Agreed. But he's just uh, he's just crazy on top of it. Okay, let's pivot to Lamar Jackson. Jesus, he is turning out. Damn, he's. uh... Mm -hmm.
3: He's better
2: than Vic. He's better than Michael Vick. Oh, hot take alert! Aouga, aouga.
3: Than, he's the best. He's the best quarterback we've seen. Like he's he's better than Michael Vick. Not even, and it's not even close anymore.
2: Wow. And why do you say that? Michael Vick played. You know, took a team to the playoffs. I guess you could uh, so say. To,
3: so did Lamar Jackson.
2: He did last year after he came in. Um, yeah. He is turning yeah. out really good. Here's what I want to know: Is he one big dump truck hit away on his knee? like RG3 from ending up in a similar predicament or is he cut from a different cloth? The, I was a buddy remember the Ravens don't
3: run plays where he is wide open to get killed. They run a, they, they, they run plays for him to run specifically where he's on an island with somebody else. if you notice, they don't run any powers or anything like that like the Redskins did for RG3.
2: Uh, I'm sorry, Jay. They ran power on fourth and goal.
3: Yeah, that was... That, I'm, I'm talking about...
2: <laughs> Actually, it was power, fourth and no, no. it was fourth yeah, and fourth, two. That's
3: a little bit different from the one than, okay. you know, first. I'm talking about design plays from, like, the 20, you know, open field where he can get killed. That was a play from the two. All a right. little bit different.
2: If I may, though, he... um. Anywhere... At any time on the football you field, you can get you can get got. That's true. You can get got exactly, uh, just like Patrick Mahomes got got at the bottom of a pile on a quarterback sneak. Do you
3: remember uh, the quarterback uh, from West Virginia who played with the Dolphins, Pat White? You remember him? Oh,
2: third round pick. Uh, was going to be. The, yeah, he's going to be a Wildcat quarterback. Back when the Wildcat was a thing.
3: Remember what happened to him against the Steelers on the sideline? No, he. I think Joey Porter almost killed that way, and he was Yes, he did. He obliterated. Him, yes, they don't. They haven't set him up for hits like that.
2: Right. I love the wild. And if his
3: receivers, if he, if he had receivers, he'd be even better. The Ravens have shitty receivers.
2: Yeah, I love the Wildcat concept. It's like, okay, all right, defense, <laughs> watch what we're gonna do. We're gonna replace our quarterback. With a shitty throwing running back, and we're gonna <laughs> and, play you and, you, and we're gonna play you ten on eleven. See where you have an extra guy. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to stop this.
3: <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you brought that. I'm saying th- so. I was watching the coaching of. Um, what's the Giants' coach?
2: Uh, Schirmer. Pat Sherman. Sh- Pat Shermer. Yeah,
3: he might be the biggest idiot ever. He,
2: he's Some a. Of his, the, Apparently he went for it on 4th and 18.
3: Yes, yes. Here, here's my... Nowadays, football fans are much more sophisticated than our fathers were. They didn't have all the accoutrements that we do to follow the game. All these, All these coaches now still try to talk down the fans like we don't know what we're looking at. We know a lot now. And when you do stupid stuff, we're, they're going to call you out. And there are a lot of dumb coaches now.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he's definitely one of them. I mean, 4th and 18 is a super low conversion.
3: You know, there's, no play, there's no play there's no in your playbook for 4th and 18.
2: Uh, yes, you're right. Uh, by the way, I'm trying to find the delusional coach uh I don't know why I can't find this. so pissing me off where he's like, yeah, I don't care if the score was uh, – we score zero points, that's fine. All I care about is putting one on the win
0: column.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, so anyway, Lamar Jackson is turning out to be the real deal, and the Ravens yes. are looking really good in the process.
3: But they lost to the Browns by a million. I don't get okay. this. Okay. Well, it's the NFL. Yeah, I am I mean, it's seven, 17 nothing. The uh, the the Patriots beat the Jets. I just said I'm not even earlier, watching
2: right now. It's it's already seventeen nothing.
3: Yeah, but you don't have to watch. You get to, you got to listen to Booger McFarland and Tessitore. That's like that's the worst uh, Monday Night crew ever. By the way, these two.
2: It's bad. You know why? Because Boog was sort of riding behind the mistakes of uh, Witten, and, and now, now that Witten's gone. Everyone's focusing on Boog, and they're like, yeah, you're really not saying much, Boog. It's a hard deal. you got to be insightful. I tell you what, I watched Gronk on Fox's pregame show Sunday. And let me reiterate for the millionth time, Fox's pregame show is an insult to every viewer's intelligence. It is the most asinine, overpriced, forced jocularity Fake-ass jocularity. Oh, hey, Terry. Oh, hey, Howie. Uh, Hey, JB. Or no, JB's on uh, CBS. Uh, Hey, Kurt. And it's bullshit, Jay. It's not so fake, the forced jocularity. And then, on top of that, Gronk comes in and tells you absolutely nothing. He basically was asked, so who are your favorite tight ends? Who are your top tight ends in the game? Oh, God. You won't believe it. Travis Kelsey is number one. You yeah. won't believe wow. it. George Kittle is number two.
3: So the best tight ends in the game are his favorite.
2: Wow. You won't believe it. Uh, but Zach Ertz is number three, even though Zach Ertz was missing an action on Sunday night against the Cowboys. So, in other words, he just listed the tight ends that any housewife who plays fantasy for $20 a season with her girlfriends would know. I'm not yelling. Am I yelling?
3: And you know, and, and you and I grew up with the best pregame show ever. Yes. Susan George, Jimmy <laughs> the Greek, Irv Cross, and Brent Musburger. Then they replaced Susan George with the gorgeous Jane Kennedy and kept rolling. And, right. we, and by, by the way, I think it was like a half hour.
2: Right. And, and, it came on like 30. Yeah. Well, because it, it, less is more, and they didn't insult your intelligence. There is no. no forced jocularity, which got me to thinking: Would there be a way to do a pregame show that did not insult a football fan's intelligence? Or, no, because
3: they put they put Katy Nolan on it or something. Uh, that oh would boy. kill me.
2: Okay. Uh, I I I actually did watch the pre pregame show as well, or caught parts oh of it. Oh my god. Carissa Thompson. I don't care. Snickety. Unbelievable. She was wearing black leather pants. Schnickety. Yes, she is. And a tight uh, peach colored top. Mock turtleneck.
3: Clarissa Taylor or Maria T- Clarissa Thompson or Maria Taylor?
2: It's two of the best ice creams ever. Just depends on what <laughs> flavor you like chocolate or vanilla. Honestly, I can't decide.
3: Yes. Yes, please.
2: Yes. Right. Right. The answer is yes, please. Exactly. Uh, Here. Coach Hines, Mad TV official video. Did you ever see Coach Hines?
3: Have not seen that, no.
2: Gambling on football, you say. Well, well, well. If you've done it before, you want to get back into it, or you just want another place to reliably play. Where you know when you win, you're gonna get paid. Because remember, that's the whole deal. Winning is nice, getting paid even nicer. Thank you, Mr. X, for the comment. Bottom line is this: My Bookie, mybookie.ag. They've been with us now for two seasons. They are a solid book. They pay when you win, and they are very straightforward. Plus, they've got a great array of ways that you can wager on games, an excellent interface, excellent mobile app as well, and great customer service. You know, there have been a small number of hiccups along the way, and people have emailed me directly and said, "Hey, I had a problem with my bookie." I send one email, boom, off to my rep at my bookie, and the problem is fixed like that. Mybookie.ag. Now, listen, if you want to maybe bet a little bit and win big, try some parlays. They're kind of hard to hit, but they're fun to play, right? Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. a complete zilch and he tells you nothing. They then kick it over to Greg Olson, who on his bye week was calling a game for Fox who was doing the lead color. And Greg Olson,
3: though, not that bad. I've seen Greg that. Olson's great. Okay, I was gonna say As it, not soon that as bad. Greg
2: Olson started talking, it was like, Wow, here's the guy you should hire. He had great delivery, uh, he you know spoke very good English. Uh, unlike Gronk, who was saying, I like this guy's feet work, <laughs> his feet work. And he actually made some good points about the game. Watch out, Greg Olson, possible rising star. Okay. Go to the U. Yeah, they're, right, exactly. All right, hard sh- hard, sh- uh, hard shift again. Elijah Cummings, the legislative lion of the House of Representatives, passes away at 65. I know this you know, had to hit you hard. He was from your area, from your neighborhood. And um he leaves behind a wife who's gonna maybe run for his chair, and she is great looking, this wife of his.
3: Vonnegut hey, has some schnickety You know, Maya, have
2: you seen, Mar- have Maya, you seen Marilyn
3: Mosby?
2: No, I haven't, but Maya Rockymore is her name. And yes. when they said, you know, Elijah Cummings passed away due to long-term health complications from a variety of issues, and his wife, his widow, may run for his seat, and they showed a picture of her. And You're it's like, whoa. I'm like, Damn! And I'm like, that can't be old Elijah's first ride on the marriage, Cosell.
3: I think that's number three.
2: Okay. Which is not as bad as Dennis Quaid, who just got engaged on Monday for the fourth time. Have you seen Dennis Quaid's new bride? Dennis Quaid's in great shape, but he's 65 years old. And he's handsome, okay? I'll grant him that. Yes, he is. Yes. 28-year-old... Graduate student, bom- blonde b- 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 bombshell.
3: I'm looking at Dennis Quaid. Whoa! <laughs> nice work, Dennis Quaid. Damn! Can I, say, can, I, can I say, though, Dennis Quaid deserves this after the way What's-Her-Name cheated on him. Who was that? Um, When Harry met Sally. What's her, na- What's her name? Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, Meg you mean Ryan. Meg Ryan cheated May- on Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did him dirty, huh?
3: You did him really dirty. So
2: okay.
3: and everybody loves Dennis Quaid.
2: Handsome fella. He turned out a lot better than his brother, didn't he? Is his brother still is he still in witness protection? He had crossed the border into Canada, was like fleeing some tax lien, I guess, on him and his crazy wife. He's a complete total Trumper. He's got a big old beard. And yeah, he's gone off the deep end. So yeah. Uh, Meg Ryan, still,
3: still the funniest though out of both
2: of them. Uh, Meg Ryan uh, says Dennis Quaid cheated on her today show, September 23rd, 2008. And she then cheated on him with one, one week Colin, later, No, no, no. one no, week later, yeah. Dennis Quaid hits back at ex wife, Meg Ryan, after she claims he cheated on her. Come on, Hollywood. Just have open marriages. Jesus. What's so hard about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that, that'll go over well uh, well I i'm bet, not saying
3: it i bet no, some I'm not saying it. do oh well okay well yeah. <laughs> big ryan remember when she was uh, she was america's sweetheart
2: she really was
3: and then she got her lips done and her cheeks and then it all went downhill uh
2: i also remember when um Oh, God, who is the other blonde gal who used to be uh, sort of uh, the hottest girl going, can't think of her right now, it's killing me. Anne Heche? No, although interesting pull. You know, you only see Portia de Rossi anymore when she's at Ellen's she side.
3: She was hot, too.
2: I know. Like, is, is Portia de Rossi acting anymore? I
3: think she still acts in the uh, the Jason Bateman, what's that show that only comes on Netflix now. Oh God! The one about the crazy family—I can't think of it. But okay. I know someone is yelling and whatever.
2: Speaking of the net, speaking of Netflix, where do you stand on the uh, Tom Brady spa Netflix oh, kerfuffle? So
3: fucking overblown and <laughs> stupid.
2: So you don't think it was a dig at his? No,
3: own. it it was a. I, I watched the. I have a Paul Rudd story, by the way. Would you like okay. to hear that one? Let's hear yeah, that. Paul, yes. Uh, so I worked on. It's, it's documented one of the worst movies in the history of the, the cinema. How do you know? Filmed in D.C. Paul Rudd, uh, Jack Nicholson, Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Uh, by the way, Jack Nicholson and I shared a moment. But I met Paul Rudd on set, and we talked for like twenty minutes. He was a big sports fan. Okay. But anyway, yeah, he's a great guy. So uh, I think the show the show was about a guy who gets his life together by going to this spa, not a sex spa. Of any sort, so I don't know how they how the media got that and tried to tie it into crap. They didn't watch the show.
2: It doesn't matter. It looks why like it a se- because it looks like a sex spa.
3: Oh it, no! It okay. Got to watch the show. You gotta why wouldn't watch
2: the- why wouldn't Brady, out of an abundance of caution, say no to that?
3: Because he would think like I do that people are smart enough to have watched the show and go. That's nothing like Robert.
2: Hunt. Okay. Where now, do you... it was a sex bar? Yeah. Okay. How about this? Um, do you think he's a little bit pissed at his owner for taking, scrubbing some of the shine off of his sixth Super Bowl championship? Nah. No. I don't think,
3: no. I don't think Tom really? really cares about that. Yeah.
2: Because it took all the oxygen out of the room. We stopped talking about the game the minute it was over. Game sucked too, by the way. What was the final of the Super Bowl? 10 3? Quick, name the <laughs> S- Super Bowl score. <laughs> what was the score of last year's boring-ass Super what Bowl?
3: What is 13-6 or something like that?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, la, la, la. 13-3. There you go. 13-3.
3: Okay.
2: Quite forgettable. So you don't think it was any kind of jab, and you no. don't – Okay. All
3: right. The media up in Boston has, been, Dan Showness, he has nothing to do about the Red Sox, so he had to make this up.
2: Okay. Uh, here's the gal who I couldn't remember. Not only uh, do I remember when Meg Ryan used to be America's Sweetheart, but I remember when Melanie Griffith used to be a smoke show. And if you look at, if you Google Melanie Griffith now, oh, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to get a good surprise on that.
3: Uh. Melanie Griffith and we, we can never do this on radio, but I like to have this like a little segment when they were their most fuckable.
2: When was Melanie
3: <laughs> when was Melanie Griffith's most fuckable part? Was it Working Girl? Is that? You know what? Or was it the or is it the one where she played the hooker who uh, was in the treehouse with the kids? Okay. Milk Money. Milk Money.
2: <laughs> Jay, you have swerved onto an excellent bit here. Uh we just need a better name for it.
3: Yeah, we can't right. We can't use mine. I know that. Right. I just can't. How about
2: know. how about peak pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's so much better than when they were fuckable. You like right, that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so much
2: so, better. So 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 we, we identify peak pussy. If we were to chart when a woman's hotness reached the highest possible Your level, what past. would that be? Apex, Apex predator pussy exactly yes. like Carlos yes. Correa said about the Astros I'll throw one out for you and you can just uh, we'll just go back and forth ping pong style while we can I would say that uh the noted hermaphrodite of trading Ooh. spaces or trading Ooh. places Jamie
3: Lee Curtis it,
2: she was peak pussy not in that series. But shortly thereafter, where she did a movie where she was a workout instructor.
3: Perfect, with John Travolta.
2: There you go. That's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, peak pussy, right there. Boom, done. Okay. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. I would have to say Aliens 1, because nobody saw her before Aliens 1. That was like her breakout movie, wasn't it?
3: Uh, But she was in that movie with Jennifer Love Hewitt, where she played... um, like the sultry Jennifer Love Hewitt, by the way, that's another one. Um, she she's played some sexy roles.
2: Okay. Um, I, by the Holly way, Holly
3: Berry. Holly Berry.
2: Holly Berry is still soaring into outer orbit of hotness.
3: Okay. All right.
2: But I would okay. say I would say that 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 really disturbing terrorist movie, uh, Swordfish, where she shows her tits, would be peak Holly oh, oh, oh. Berry. Did you
3: see the movie with Billy Bob Thornton where she had act of sex with Billy Bob Thornton? I don't know about that.
2: No, I didn't see that. Did you put the phone down, by the way? I did not. Oh, because you were further away there for a second.
3: I walked and got a drink. Sorry.
2: Oh, that's a, so. You did put the phone down.
3: No, it's I have the earbuds, but I went and got a drink of water.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, whatever. You, okay, different acoustics <laughs> there. All right, Rene Russo. Pink Pussy. Was Ooh. it was it Tin Cup? Or I think was it
3: because that's my favorite Rene Russo role.
2: Okay, or was it the Heist movie? The art heist movie.
3: No, Tin Cup, Renee Russo. I, I still like Renee Russo.
2: She's still great, isn't she? She's just got that look. Although you know, all right, hi, all
3: right. here's one that you and I will Connie kind of Britton.
2: Connie Britton, I mean, I guess Friday Night Lights. What before Friday Night Lights was she known for?
3: That's true. She's never been. She doesn't need to be anything else, though.
2: I got to tell you, Jay, I'm looking at some Renee Russo photos right now. It's not pretty. I'm just going to say that right now. Here's, well, the, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Women, women had to do this thing called age. I know. Well, we all age. But, you know, we we, all age, for right. women, it's even harsher. You know, You know what is hell on women as they get older? the neck the neck just crumbles like I don't know there must be plastic surgeons trying to figure out round the clock how to fix the neck I wish I could fling you this picture right now to see Renee Russo's neck but it is its old lady neck and it's a shame because they all get it and I'll, can you but can you tuck it can you her? pull it she... can you iron it what can you do exactly
3: she's in her what?
2: Oh uh, Renee Russo Wiki. I bet I she's mean, seventy-two.
3: Not everybody can be Morgan Fairchild. Agreed. And stay hot forever.
2: I know. Agreed. But uh Renee. Or no-
3: Raquel Welsh or Sophia Loren. Uh
2: 1954 she was born. So don't don't ask me about what that translates to into uh sixty-five years old. She's a, she's Medicare Oops. eligible right now. It's crazy. <laughs> all right. Well, so, all right. So I, I got the most racist stat you've ever heard. And then we'll get into fuck that guy and we'll wrap it. All right. Okay. This is amazing. This from uh, Matt Jones, uh, on Kentucky sports radio, Matt Jones. He tweets the following. I say this stat every weekend on ESPN radio and it's still amazing as a starting quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater is 16 and 2 against the spread as an underdog, and he is 28 and 7 against the spread overall. Both numbers are the best in the history of the NFL. I rarely say shit is some racist ass shit, but that stat is some racist ass shit, man. The odds makers just don't think much of Teddy Bridgewater. and he keeps spanking their ass against the number.
3: So somebody is, is banking money betting against that. Hopefully.
2: I Yeah, but I mean, it, doesn't that tell you that that, that the, the most disrespected quarterback in the league by a wide margin, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Ball game. Teddy Ball game. I, I can't wait to get the boat rocking if in two weeks after the bye week, should Drew Brees get his job back?
3: Oh, God, you know that's not even going to be. And it's not even going to be a discussion.
2: Uh, I bet you Skip Bayless mounts it. Somebody will. Somebody will be assigned the card at ESPN in their pre-show meetings. And they'll look at their card as they sit around the big conference table. They're like, all right, what side do I have? What argument today? Drew Brees should not get his job. Oh, God. It'll be Max Max Kellerman. Well,
3: that's almost as bad as the... Should you let, uh, what's his name? Get his job back in Carolina. Yeah. Oh, cam Newton. That, that's, that's another dumb one.
2: Okay. How about this? What if cam doesn't get his job back? Drew Brees does. And someone mounts the racial horse going, See black they man. They not give the job to a black man. Black yeah. man can't get his job back. I guess here's Drew Brees. Wanting to come back. Teams on a heater. Haven't lost with Teddy B. Guy's great as a substitute. Keep it rolling, but no. Meanwhile, Cam can't get his job back for some seventh-round scabroon from Nowheresville State. <laughs> Again, would not be shocked by any of that. All right, and with that, we come to fuck that guy. Oh, hold on a second. Before I start the music, I'm gonna I'm going to tell you mine, and then I'll play the music for you because mine has a little bit of audio that's a little bit hard to hear. All right? Okay. Singer Maggie Rogers was at the Austin City Limits Live in the Moody Theater doing a show with an encore of her most popular song, Alaska. Now, I've never heard of or seen Maggie Rogers, but one quick look at her, she looks like sort of a artsy, sort of folk guitar type of musician. Some idiot in the crowd called out for her to take her top off by screaming, free the nips. Here's the audio. Take a listen.
0: <laughs> Just when I think
4: you can't do any crazier, it
0: always seems to do so. And um, I really appreciate it. Shut the fuck up.
4: Take my fucking top off in the middle of
3: my sentimental
2: speech. I mean, seriously, Jay.
0: I'm just
2: taking my emotional heartfelt so Thank you so much for I'm looking at
0: Maggie
3: Rogers. Eh. Very partsy yeah. looking.
2: Eh. I was at All right, so so where... to the guy who shouted that out, fuck that guy. And with that. Was a Jay, a yeah.
3: Where somebody threw a, a frisbee at Joel and she literally stopped her set and walked off stage.
2: Yeah, no I've I've heard of artists doing that where they're like, look, I am not target practice up here. You yeah, people settle down yourself. or I'm turning around this whole car. Here we go. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, all you.
3: I'm getting ready to uh, sell my vehicle, Zabin. What is and, it? Uh, a Toyota. Toyota Camry.
2: What, why don't you put out a plug here? Maybe you could sell it to a loyal listener.
3: <laughs> well, I'm getting ready to sell it. Well, this past Saturday, uh, I was uh shopping, Toyota what?
2: Toyota what? What year, what make, what model? Toyota Camry.
3: 12 Camry.
2: 2012 Camry, okay. Uh, the new Camrys are hot, by the way.
3: I don't, I don't know what, I think I want another Honda, though. Okay.
2: Going to get back into an Accord?
3: Going to go to go back to the Accord. But, uh, so I'm shopping and uh, go in, get bagels, juice, and milk, come back out. Some effort hit me and fled the scene without leaving a note or anything.
2: Oh, my God. How bad of a ding?
3: oh, at uh, $800 worth of damage to uh, the rear, but I have insurance, that's what it's there for. But it just pissed me off that someone was so disrespectful that they couldn't have left the effing note.
2: Yeah, well, welcome to society these days.
3: I know, I know. So, to the, just,
2: guy, so to the or guy gal. Who so- or gal who sideswiped Jay right before he was gonna sell his car.
3: Fuck that guy or gal.
2: All right, Jay. We got uh, thirty seconds to walk out to here. Anything left you want to talk about?
3: Uh, I can't wait to see the new Eddie Murphy movie. My name is Dolomite. That comes on Netflix uh,
2: this Friday. Okay. All right. That's Very it. good. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. And we'd had no yep. time today, or we didn't choose to talk about the fact that China's still real mad at Adam Silver. China has so- said sorry, Silver, sorry, China. Silver will face quote retribution. Sooner or later for not Jesus. firing Daryl Morey and for making China look bad by claiming they're being unreasonable. They said he made up whole lies out of thin air. I don't think I'd want China mad at me, but oh yeah, China mad. China real mad. They still Sorry, mad. China. I, Sorry, China. Top yeah. three top three countries I don't want mad at me. Number three, China. Uh number two, Syria. Number one, Iran. I was good. Or no, was, number two, North three. Korea. Number two, that's North Korea. Dad. Number one, Hello. Iran.
3: All of those three are very good.
2: All right, Jay. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, brother.
3: Bye-bye now.
2: Bye-bye now. All right, that's a wrap for me. I'm working on this system. I just need another cable that I can get decent phone quality and my guests can hear the audio down the line, although that seemed to work as I put the headphones up to the uh, speaker, of the phone itself. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Recommend, tell a couple friends, keep this thing going. Keep this podcast growing. I do appreciate it. Rate and subscribe. That helps. You can also be a member of our Friday join gatherings uh, by signing up for the subscriptions AbeCast football five ways Friday, which comes your way this Friday for week eight of the NFL. Me and Mr. X have been ice cold, which only means do theory. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you next time.